You're listening to Let Me Train You Podcast, hosted by Vicky and Saisei. Let me join you, listen, let me join you. Let me join you, listen, let me join you. Listen, connection, let me join you. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Let Me Tune You. We are your hosts, Vicky and Saisei. Let's get into it. Breakup, how to move forward. Now, we've all been in a situation where we have been in a relationship that hasn't worked out, and whether it was a mutual agreement to break up, separate, divorce, leave the other person, we had to break away. Whether it was a good thing, whether it was a bad thing, whatever the experience was, we have all been in that situation. So today we're going to talk a bit about, here's the thing. I don't feel we get enough support when it comes to breakups. And Mm. I feel that is a big issue moving forward to the next relationship or even dating. So I would like today's conversation to at least open up a platform where we can start having these conversations and feel more comfortable because there is so much that goes into a breakup and, you know, people take it differently. Some people actually start projecting their emotions years on, years after the fact. And some people seem to handle it quite well. Some people are more experienced. But nevertheless, we cannot just assume that people are okay because they look okay. Mm. And I feel like this conversation needs a bit more awareness and we need a bit more support. Have you been through a breakup, say, say, without getting into anything personal, where I know we're learning as we go on, but it really took you back. It, you'd never expected to feel that way. Have you been through something where it was like, wow? I think maybe like the, like the end of my first relationship, um, you know, this, this, the same guy that I married, like the, the end of that was coming to terms and accepting that, okay, things are just not going to work no matter how much I wish they would. That really threw me off. It threw me off in a major way because okay. I had this believing that, you know, that if we can push through the initial rockiness, we can make it through the storm. And that's when I learned a very important lesson that it doesn't matter how much you feel or how much you want something to work. It has to be the two of you. And that that was like a very rude awakening. Really, really do it. Absolutely. But good. What doesn't kill kill us makes us stronger. And that's literally what it is. How did you find yourself yeah. after the fact? After the fact, did you come to a place of, okay, I'm going through this. And now, guys, I don't mean to uh, downplay anyone's breakups, but there is a lot more involved when there is children involved and when there's, um, you know, things that are shared together because it's not as easy as just breaking up out of sight, out of mind. You have to deal with a person. You have to talk to them. You have to be in an environment where yeah. you are civil, especially for the children's sake. And, you know, in past re- in other relationships where, you know, I've had relationships before I had a child, it's as simple as not seeing that person again. <laughs> but when you do, you know, it's WhatsApp or it's it's nothing. Mm. But it's just as simple as closing that chapter and being almost able to move forward much easier. But when there's children involved, when there's co-parenting involved, um, it's a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. So what did you find? What advice would you give yeah. to someone that, because we're not talking about the actual breakup. We're talking about after the fact and how do we move forward? How do we deal with a bad breakup or with something that's new to us? Mm. What did you find helped you 
Um, was there a certain routine? Was there certain things that you had to do? What do you think would be your advice to someone going through that? Allow yourself to grieve. Mm. We actually grieve uh, the loss. It's not just when people die, but we grieve the loss of a relationship. Allow your spouse, yourself the space to actually go through that grieving process. It's okay to feel down. And the thing is, women and men experience them at different times. Women generally have that feeling while you're still in, in the relationship, mm. as it's coming to an end, you're still trying to fight, you know. And then it seems when you come, when you eventually break up, it always almost seems like the woman is devastated and the man is fine. But what tends to happen is after you've actually broken up, that's when the guy starts to go through his grieving period mm. or process. Mm. So we will grieve at different times, but allow, allow the emotions to do what they need to do. It's okay to be sad. You know, there's this whole thing like, oh, if, if it if it breaks up, the best way to move forward is just to make sure you jump in the bed with somebody else. And whilst, no, you know, no. it, it's fair, it could work for some people. You're not, you're not dealing. It will come. Yeah. It will come. You have to deal Absolutely. with the emotional side of it. And that's allowing yourself to grieve, allowing yourself to feel the emotions. And then um, you will come out the other side if you don't allow it to consume you. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And that is such an important point because a lot of the times what we do is, okay, so I'm not going to speak for every woman, but I don't, I think most women can relate to this. When a woman finally makes a decision, like, you know what? Yeah, it's time now we go our separate ways. We've tried. It doesn't work. I've tried. Whatever Mm. your situation might be, chances are, and I'm telling you guys, the men that are listening, this woman has made peace with that a long time ago. When you break up with a man, when you are invested in a man and you finally decide, you know what, this is it now. It's time to separate. It's time to break up. It's time to move out, whatever the case may be. For me, what I Mm -hmm. always find myself doing in relationships, I try my hardest until I can't try anymore. But it's not on the day. Like for me, literally, even my last serious relationship, I can honestly say it had been over for at least a year. It had been over to me, Mm. but I stayed because I tried and I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I gave myself the benefit of the doubt. It just didn't work. But what happens is, Mm. especially when you said the grieving process, I found myself grieving. Yeah. And... I couldn't understand why, because I thought I had made peace with it. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, I've gone through the whole thing spiritually. I'm ready now. You know, it's really over for me. But what I found out was I'm actually grieving, feeling like I've lost my family dynamic. So it wasn't so much the fact of, oh, I'm grieving him. Mm -hmm. I'm grieving the fact that my family now has a different dynamic. Not to say, guys, there's anything wrong with single parent homes because the love is just as much. Mm. But it's just, you know, the change of the dynamic of, okay, we're no longer in the same house. Um, I had hoped this would have worked out. You know what I mean? I I thought this would have been the forever thing. Um, And that hasn't worked out. So you also have to give yourself Mm. enough room to grieve the family dynamic and not confuse the two. Because as women, you know, we grow up wanting that security, picket fence, home, kids running around, baking the cake, man coming from work, cooking our days, woman coming from work too. (laughs) So it's a lot to take in because the imagery we've had, the narrative we've had for such a long time, which there's nothing wrong with, is also something to grieve. But don't confuse the two don't confuse you grieving for that person as opposed to grieving for 
the what you think you've lost and it's okay to grieve for both because you love the person you love the dynamic but it's now as say say said it's really important to give yourself time to allow those emotions to come out yeah. because what you'll find is it's just like carrying it's like carrying weights so you can hide the weights under the bed you can hide them in the cupboard you can hide them under the carpet but eventually they'll still come out whether it's next week next month 10 years three years from now so the more you allow yourself to be in that space of oh my god this really hurts this is so painful the more you allow your, your emotions to channel each other and guide you and protect you because it won't always be that way it won't always be that way ladies gentlemen whatever i understand the pain yo i understand the break the pain of a breakup it, it has you googling shit like how do i breathe <laughs> you know like i'm not trying to talk for other people mm-hmm. but for me like mm-hmm. a breakup mm-hmm. i've been through severe breakups yeah. where it's like yo yeah. oh even the tree reminds me of him even that song and you know we used to go there together it's all a natural thing especially when you've shared so much with someone but there's no way of running away from those emotions. Unfortunately, I wish I could take your guy's pain away, throw it in the ocean and we're never gonna see it again. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. So we have to like allow ourselves exactly what Seisei said, Mm. just be, just feel and just process the emotions. Mm. And a lot of the time when it does come to, to trying to move forward after a breakup, the mourning is more about what we idealize the relationship to be than it is mm, mm, about mm. the person or you know because we may say oh you know i really miss that person but listen you know the dude you thought you were in love with when you were 18 you know you guys broke up you cried about it you 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 listened to your love songs about it and then here you are still living so you can live without the other person you know what i mean absolutely but the idea of you know we're gonna do like this because that's what we want to idealize you know and that part 100. is sometimes really difficult to to um, come to terms with. But you have to be okay with, with the silence. Absolutely. You have to be okay with the silence. And what I find, I think another interesting point here is um, when you go through such a breakup or several breakups, um, it doesn't have to just pertain to one. You will find yourself, if you allow yourself to process it in that way that we've just said and allow yourself to grieve, allow yourself to feel... As you get older, as you get into um, different relationships, I'm not saying the pain isn't there when you break up or when it ends or when it just doesn't work out, but you process it in a much more comfortable way. You become more gentle with yourself. The pain, not necessarily lessens, but you learn how to control it. You learn how to deal with it because now you've put yourself in a place where, okay, I've dealt with this before and actually before was actually a little worse. You know what I mean? Because Mm. there was kids involved or whatever the case. I'm not saying you don't love the person as much or even more, but when you go through severe pain and you allow yourself to feel that and you allow yourself to express that, you find yourself in a situation in the near future when that happens again. Oh, okay. I know what to do now. So I need to do this now. I didn't, there's so Mm. many things like one of the things for myself I'll say is, and I'll definitely advise people on this as much as it's, and I've always said this, take time, be by yourself, feel the emotions, understand it. Mm. But one of the things I didn't do, which I wish I had done more of, which I do now is confined in my friends a bit more. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I found myself, because I'm a type of person, when I deal with my shit, I'm alone. You know what I mean? I close that door. I deal with things. Curtains mm-hmm. are shut. Like, it's yeah. just me, myself, and I. And as healthy as that can be to a certain point, when you overdo that, when you find yourself, okay, it's been weeks now, I haven't spoken to my friends. I'm not saying just publicize the shit to all your friends. You have that one good friend or two or whatever that you confide in. It's okay to let them know, you know what? I need support. Mentally, I feel drained. I'm finding it hard to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, there were times when I'd have to literally get up because I have to take my child to school and go to work or whatever. But I tell you, if it wasn't for that fact... I would just be indoors the whole day. And a breakup can get you to that point. So it's okay to tell your friends, guys, Mm. or just the one friend or whatever, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I don't really want to talk about it in depth. You know what I mean? Because that's okay too. But I just want to let you know that I'm struggling and I need some kind of support. I find there is so much power in letting people know and expressing Mm. that. What do you think, Do you know what? Friendships are very important. Um, and where there's a lack of trust um, within self or within a friendship situation, it makes the world so much more isolated. And and you can, I mean, if you if you don't have a close net of friends that you can speak to, then you can journal. I absolutely believe in journaling. Journaling is wonderful for being able to just speak things openly that you may feel um, a little more guarded to speak to speak about around your friends. You know, because there's certain Absolutely. things that, you know, you, you, you really don't want to share, whether it's for fear of judgment or for trying to keep things private, whatever your reasons are, then absolutely journal. But free therapy is talking to friends, mm. especially if they are friends who know how to listen. There's a very thin line between being able to listen and comfort your friend and then being listening just to respond for the sake of, oh, I never liked that dude anyway. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That kind of vibe. Like, it, it's really tricky to to want to open up to somebody and they're like, yeah, you see, I told you I don't like that guy. Because then you don't want to anymore. Absolutely. <laughs> you really don't want to, absolutely. you know? So, yeah, where there's a lack of friends, absolutely journal. Absolutely journal, journal, write it down. But there has to be a process of letting go. Mm. And letting go is not bottling it up inside. Mm. It's literally, you know, feeling the emotions, talking about it, writing about it, crying about it. That's all the letting go process. Because you can't move forward otherwise. You can't. You can physically try. You can. You can physically try. But, you know, if you don't take certain steps and push yourself, it's almost like pushing yourself, isn't it? You have to push yourself to get out of bed. You have to be like, okay, I've been in this situation. I've been in this funk for a minute now. It's time now to push myself. Get out there. Go go swim. Go take a walk. Go have that coffee with your friend. I found myself a lot of the times, even say say <laughs> can remember this, you know, there'd be so many times I'd be invited for a coffee or, you know, little things where, you know, your friends see what's going on, but they also very um, sensitive as to how to approach you because it's a very sensitive situation. And as say say said, it's so important to be able to listen. And sometimes we find ourselves where we know certain friends have certain traits where it's like, mm. I, I just feel like I'm going to be judged. You know what I mean? So I don't even have the energy or strength to even repeat this shit. Yes. I don't want to over talk about certain things. And one of the big things for me is 
I don't like to slander. You know what I mean? I can be close enough to tell my friends, okay, so dude did this, he did that. But I'm very cautious, especially when it comes to the father of my child, I should say. I don't want to talk anything. I don't want to speak negatively on him. I don't want to speak negatively about the situation per se. So it's like, you have to find that balance of, okay, it doesn't mean you're speaking negatively, but you have to let people know because some of the shit we go through as women, and I'm speaking about women because as a woman, from a woman's point of view, can be dangerous. If we don't speak on certain things and later on something happens and then our, our friends are like, well, I didn't even know. And real talk, they might not even have known. You have to speak on certain things for your own safeguarding because as friends, we are there to safeguard our friends and there might mm. be those friends where you feel like i can't really talk to this person you know what i mean That's i love it. them but it's more like i just don't want to hear it so if you do have that friend if you're blessed enough to have a friend where they're gonna listen they're not actually gonna say anything they're just gonna let you vent and offer their support spiritually and emotionally do so and it's also not a bad thing to consider counseling you know what i mean you can always go to your gp and if you don't know where to go just get some information advice tell them what's going on because whatever you're going through someone has already been through and will go through in the future the support for literally everything the support group sometimes it's actually easier Mm. to talk to strangers complete strangers but as long as you find an outlet and don't keep everything in that is a very big part of the letting go process for you to let go you have to start talking or you have to at least start facing Mm. what's happened because if you keep it in what happens is after the fact of the breakup now we're starting to project all those emotions to the new person we meet we don't even realize we're doing so but because we haven't dealt with it we haven't let go. We are still holding that weight. Mm. We're now sabotaging ourselves unintentionally. So it is important to find, just find your balance. Sometimes people see things um, because they're looking from an outsider's perspective. They can see things that we can't. So there will be times that there's really difficult conversations that we actually need to have with our friends that they've seen or whatever. Mm. And that is so difficult, but it's so important. Fantastic point. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? To be able to listen. And even even if it's something that, you know, you, you know your, maybe your friend comes across like they're being really negative or whatever. Just being able to extract the gold from that conversation is also important for moving on. Because mm. a lot of the times we bite our tongues like, ah, no, she loves him. So, hey, you know, we just hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you can see things from the beginning. You're like, mm, this dude is not the one. But we get f- afraid to say, listen, chick, this dude is not the one. Because you don't want to cause a rift in your friendship. You don't want to cause issues afterwards. You don't want them to break up. You don't want them to be right. alone. So in the end, you know, there's stuff that's probably only going to come out when when they when the couple finally breaks up. You're like, oh, actually, connection. I really want right. to tell you. Right, right. A, B, C, and D. So it's also being being able to hear that without taking it personally. Do you know what I mean? Because we we get really defensive as well, especially in the early stages of a breakup. It's like, mm-hmm. what do what you do? You don't right. Know I don't want to hear that. Me. I don't want to hear you that. You know, and we get really defensive. Yes. I don't want you to talk bad about him. Mm, Absolutely. You you know what I mean? But sometimes it's like there are truths that do need to come out. And the only time, you know, someone can tell you is maybe post breakup. And it's not easy to hear 
But at the same time, it's like, huh, this is a slightly different perspective that could help with the healing process. It could, you know, help put you in, in a better space and see yourself in a better light as well. If that Absolutely. It makes the most sense. You know, sometimes, and I've always been that friend, and sometimes it has actually caused a lot of tension with my friendships because I have been a friend where I'll tell you what you need to hear instead of what you want to hear. And, um, you know, I can, I can sense things, you know what I mean? Sometimes when I've told my friends, like, you know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. Actually, you fucked up there. And actually, he fucked up there a long time ago. And this, this, that, and the other, and whatever the case may be. Yes, I know you don't want to hear it. But I have to tell you this truth. And I can hear, you know, from the reaction, you know, we get defensive. I'm a very defensive person. Something I'm working on very, very much. But after a while, you know, after a day or two, maybe a week or two, maybe even a month or two, maybe even a year, I'll have a conversation with them. They said, you know what? They'll say, thank you. Because I really needed to hear that shit. Like, I didn't like mm. it. It hurt. Yes. But I needed yeah. to. You have to be a friend where you you have to tell them what they need to hear as opposed to wanting to hear. At the same time, mm. you have to be sensitive to the situation because yeah. it's not that easy to approach. You know what I mean? Especially when you love someone and your mental stability, like your whole mental health is, is being jeopardized. So you have to be very gentle in your approach. But um, say, say that is a fantastic point. You know what I mean? A lot of the times we feel very def defensive when we are talking to our friends or we're telling them the situation or they are trying to help. We automatically just feel like, why are you attacking me? Are you not on my side? Well, actually, Connection, I'm doing this because I'm on your side. You know what I mean? I know you don't like it, but sometimes you have to be a little cruel to be kind. And it just has to happen. It, it's, it's a healthy process. And I think it's also a very healthy thing in a, in a friendship to be able yes. to have such honest and open conversations. Of course, always move gently. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to say what you're going to have to say. Mm, yeah and that's the thing a healthy relationship is not without conflict or without disagreements i think that's something that we don't we don't speak on enough you know what i mean how moving forward healthily after breaking up doesn't mean that it it you know it won't have hit bumps in this in the street and uh you know you have to dodge a few fireflies and and things like that you will have to you will have to go through some negative stuff as you go up to emerge on the other side so the idea that you know in order for somebody to be a friend you must never ever ever fall out or in order for you to move on for breakup means that you must always just be happy both are not true they're not healthy it's all about the balance Mm, and letting things unfold at the way they supposed Absolutely. to Absolutely. And, you know, guys, really and truly, how will you know, even in a friendship, not just a relationship, what the other person doesn't like unless you've done that? Unless you've crossed that boundary, mm. you will never know yeah. what the boundary yes. was. And in most solid friendships, there has been a lot of turmoil. There has been a lot of conflict. But that only makes it stronger. That only makes you realize, you know what? Okay, I get it now. And we are, we are that close. For you to even be having this conflict, right? It means you're close. Because if it, mm. if it was a person where it's like, you know what, I'll just ghost you, bro. You don't mean that much in my life anyways. Like, let's keep it 100. But for you to affect me to that point, it means I love the 
fuck out of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So mm, I'm mm, mm, with my, my whole, whole heart, heart and that's yeah. why I'm so in my feelings. That's the only reason I'm so in my feelings. And you know what? I don't want to lose you. I don't want to lose you. So I'm, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to take my space. You're going to take yours because that is very important and very healthy in a friendship and a relationship. Take your time, get your vibrations up together, do what you need to do and just realize that it's okay yeah. to have this conflict. And sometimes we find, I don't know if you find the same thing, I find that when a friendship or a relationship ends sometimes, um, I found this predominantly like within women groups, like in when we have a click or whatever, they'll be the one chick, they'll be like, oh, so have you heard from so-and-so? Oh, they're just keeping to themselves. So oh, they've just changed ever since they left so-and-so. They, You know what? We have to allow ourselves to give our friends time because what might seem to you like, oh, they don't want nothing to do with us or they by, or by themselves. It's just their way of processing situations and, and healing and finding themselves. Always just be welcoming when they ready to come back into the circle or into the dynamic that you had before because you don't really know what they're going through as much as we want to support someone people go through things differently so it doesn't mean they don't want to be part of us anymore they don't value our friendship it just means that person needs a time out from everything and yes you had nothing to do with a breakup don't take it personal but when emotions are flowing and they are going through what they're going through they just might need to reevaluate a lot of things and it's okay to give them that time it's okay i mean i was that friend before i was that friend where i was like yo i don't understand i just want to know you're okay and i'll be calling i'll be texting i'll be always you know mm. and until i was told like you know what back off just a little bit this is not personal it has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? I love you very much, but this is not personal because you almost feel like a friend after you've had the dynamic of everyday talking and sharing all the stuff. And now all of a sudden you might even see that friend with a different friend that you've never met before. And you kind of feel jealous. You kind of feel conflicted. Like, okay, what did I do? It's nothing to do with you. It's just a person, the a time in the person's life where they are shedding certain things from the aura and spirit and they just it's almost you know it's a spiritual awakening and they have to take their own path and you will align back again don't think you won't if your friendship is strong enough you'll come out stronger but it's not personal it's something i've had to learn i've had to learn to give space the way i take space because it's hypocritical i've always taken space so for me not to be able to understand that with my friends when they're going through something is hypocritical but we live and we learn the best thing this is something that i always say to anybody who'll hear me the best thing you can do for yourself is if you are feeling a kind of way because somebody's behaving a certain way or you know they're not behaving how you want them to take a step back and say to yourself if i was in that position and i just broke up with the love of my life would i really want to be sitting around cocktails talking about absolutely nothing or talking about you know what I mean? right. like, would, do I would right. I want to be in that situation no I wouldn't okay so let me not judge the other person and it's easier said but compassion compassion is so important to be able to recognize and realize that we're all just going through this life you know based on our past experiences and hopes of better ones to come but that that's the crux of human life is absolutely that, you know absolutely and you know i understand it i understand like from a point of view of okay but i just miss her 
I just miss our friendship. I, I just want to know she's okay. I love her. I miss her. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Because even as a friend, sometimes you also have to go through your own grieving process of understanding a certain dynamic has ended. That You know what? That's a great point. Sorry to jump in. In that moment, in that moment, it's all about you. I miss her. I want to know that she's okay. I need to speak to her. Do you know what I mean? So everything in that moment is, right. is all about me. It's not really about their well-being. Right. You think it's about their well-being, but it's not. I want to speak to them. I want to make sure they're okay. I want to hear their voice. I miss them. I feel like they, they're not mm, speaking mm. to me the way that I want That's them deep. to. Do you know what I mean? It's so important in that moment to just stop and say, okay, it's not about what I want. Yes, yes, of course I want to know that they're okay, but it's not about me in this moment. Right, it's about them. so recognizing that. That is so true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Yeah, they want space. Okay, I'll honor that and give them space. But she knows, he knows that I'm just a text away. Absolutely. I'll let them them know in the beginning. And then if they want space, I'll honor that and and give them the space. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because then it stops being about I and it's now about them, which is what compassion is. And that's what we need, especially if we want to move especially forward. Especially if you want to move forward. And I found that out the hard way because I had to, you know, check myself. I had to check myself and be like, yeah, there's a lot of eyes in this. I miss I this. And don't get me wrong. The love is there. And that's where it stems from. You know what I mean? It stems from caring for that other person, especially when they're going through a breakup. But it's so true. You have to recognize now that uh-uh, this isn't healthy. This is more to do with how I'm feeling because of the situation Mm. and you know a lot of the times because you're close with a person you are also used to the dynamic of going and seeing them in a certain environment and now maybe they've moved out they're somewhere different so to you you feel like i'm not part of this new experience and the truth is you don't have to be it's not your journey it's not your path it's not your experience so i had to check myself i had to find myself like you know what I do love my friend. And most of the times you'll find yourself, if you do check yourself, that's because you do genuinely care. Because there's another coin of friendship where you'll find friends won't tolerate you coming back to them because they're like, okay, you know what? That's it. You you didn't add me into this part of your life. I don't really want nothing to do with you anymore. And that's okay. That just showed they were there for a season. You know what I mean? But if you do genuinely have that care, genuine care, you realize that and understand that I'm making this more about myself now. I'm making this more about myself. This has nothing to do with me. I'll just be there. As you said, say, say, I'm a text away. I'm a phone call away. You know my address. Any time of day, you can call, you can text, you can whatever. When you're ready, I'm going to be right here. And I think there's also so much power in letting your friend know that. Even if it's the odd text once in a while, like, chicky, okay, I'm here. I'm here. Just, Just let them know. Because at the same time, as we say all this stuff, the other friend that's going through this stuff don't think for even a minute they don't think of you and they don't feel the way they're just trying to deal with certain shit like one thing at a time like it's an overwhelming thing mm. a breakup and yeah. everything that goes yeah. into that so just that text to let them know yes. i'm here i'm here there's there's nothing more you need to know no matter however long it takes whenever you're ready if you're ready right now i will always be here there's so much power in that there's so much encouragement in that you know it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing but i have to say 
um, the idea of getting some, getting under somebody to get over somebody else. I think if we strip it away um, a little bit, there is some element of truth, provided you are ready to deal. Hell you yeah! Know, provided you are ready to deal with the emotional <laughs> side of things, like especially as women, like for us, sex is a big deal. So. To get over somebody, you need to get laid by somebody who was better than the one before. I'm just saying. Then suddenly you forget, like... End of story. <laughs> you forget that, you know, you're even sad. No, and, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, ladies. Ladies listening, anyone listening. You are going to go through the pain. L- let me keep it 100 with you, okay? You can say whatever you want to say. You, I, I can... I always... I'm the advocate for always telling people, take time, be alone. Yes. No matter how alone you are, no matter how long you take, you are going to reach a point where you do eventually sleep with someone new, have intercourse, emotionally, because, you know, sex for females is really emotional more than anything. We are emotional creatures. So it is going to come to the point where like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. Or I don't feel, oh my God, you know, because this energy is new to me. You are going to go through that. I'm not going to, I'm not here to lie to you, but you have to go through that. You have to be, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but you have to come out of your comfort zone. I'm not going to say to you, okay, if it happens, cool, more power to you. But I'm not going to say to you, like every sexual experience you're going to have after the fact is going to be amazing and candles and lovemaking and it's everything you've ever dreamed of. No, the sex could be bomb. But what comes after the emotions that come with it might not be that healthy, but it's healthy just in that, in the fact that you took that step. How else are you going to get to the point of, okay, you know what? I have actually now let go. So yes, it is healthy. You are going to go through the pain. And I'm not saying as soon as you break up tomorrow, find a dude or whatever the case, but even in some situations, and I'm going to be that chick that says this, because there's a lot of females that judge females. When a woman leaves a man, like I said earlier, it's more time we've left this man a long time ago. So if you see me with the next dude a week later, mind your business. <laughs> mind your business. Real talk, because you cannot speak for yeah. me. What you define as right in your perception is different to me. If something's me happy, I know many relationships that... Um, have started from rebounds or even a week after the fact or a month after the fact, and they're still going strong. So we cannot tell people how to find their happiness. We cannot tell people who to sleep with, how many people to sleep with. That is completely their business. So mind your business, Mm, mm, okay? mm. This whole idea, I love the idea of morality, except morality must only be in place to rule your own actions. When morality now spills over for everybody else, that's when it becomes an issue for me. But that's like a whole other conversation. <laughs> that is a fantastic, that is such a fantastic point, Joe, because, you know, um, you should really just judge yourself if you must. Yeah. If you must. Do not speak on other people's actions. You don't know what was going on in that house. Mm. You don't know what is going on in their mental. And unless you're sleeping with that person, it's quite frankly nothing to do with you. All you can do is just support or don't. But don't pass judgment because mm. I've seen this a, a lot, especially with females. But when it comes to guys, <laughs> the guys get bigged up. The friends are like, yeah, how many this week? OK, cool. Yeah, are you the man? Cool. And I understand the, you know, the whole different gender role. Mm. But at the end of the day, we're so quick to pass. And it really triggers me when I find women 
passing judgment on women. Men, I'm not excusing, but I can almost understand because they don't understand us the way we understand each other. So as a woman, if I already know what it takes, what I've been through and the pain, everything we persevere and all this shit, who am I now to pass judgment on my sister? Like that just is ridiculous. To be honest, um, judgment of others comes from judging self and who is most likely to judge themselves women you know what i mean we spend mm, from from when mm. we young girls we spend our entire entire lives being judged and told what to do how to behave by, everybody, by everyone from men from yeah. women from you know what i mean everybody's constantly reminding family that, yeah you have to present yourself in a certain way you have to be a certain way so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that you know women are harsh especially on each other especially mm. on each other because we get this from our mothers our aunties our sisters our friends our everybody you know and um even though it's difficult it's remembering in that moment that okay this person's only being really harsh in their judgment because they are 10 times even more harsh with themselves on this particular topic because you see you won't be triggered by something something won't affect you unless it's already on your subconscious unless it's really something that's a problem for you whether you acknowledge it or not so people judge all the time they're always constantly passing judgment but the only things that will stay on your radar is stuff that you're already struggling with internally makes sense so let's try you know just to summarize this it's so important as we always say be kind to yourselves move with kindness to be able to give the kindness to somebody else you can't give love if you don't move with love you can't give kindness if you don't have kindness within yourself that's why it is so important mm. to take that time take that time whatever your situation is in this world whatever your position is to just really understand yourself and just be kind to yourself because all these things now we are not doing enough for ourselves we are always going to be projecting and it might not be coming from a bad place but we just haven't mm. worked on ourselves enough and it's it's just so important is there anything else you would like to say before we end this episode cry scream shout be silent be still whatever the process is go to an anger room smash some things whatever your process needs to be get it out of your system let go of the hurt let go of the anger the pain the you know the shattered dreams let it all go if you need to write them a long ass letter do that whatever you do don't self harm you know don't jump in and out of all these strangers beds and you know turn to drugs and turn to alcohol or just be self destructive yeah in the name Absolutely. of you know i'm grieving this person listen honey that person is going to move on You're you are enough to. Don't destroy mm-hmm. your life in the meantime. I'm just going to touch quickly on what you said about smashing things and then we'll end it. <laughs> I remember back in the day in Zims um in Zimbabwe where we from guys. Z- Actually this was in Zambia because I'm Zambian Zimbabwean. And you know it's so weird because sometimes I I forget like where was it because it can be so similar. Okay yeah it was Zambia. And um I remember being in a bad state. I can't remember what the problem was but I was really angry. And my mom had said to me Mama, go get some cups and plates, the ones I don't use, and just go smash them on the wall behind the house. And I was like, "Huh?" 
you mean I've got permission or I'm going to get a hiding if I do this? No, 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 go. Go smash the stuff. So I was like, really? And I did that and it felt so nice. It was such a nice outlet. And uh, <laughs> years, years later, we came to the UK and I went to my mom's and I was living, I had moved out by then. And I was going through something again. I was like, mom, can I have some cups and plates? Okay. She's like, uh-uh, you are small. Now go smash the plates in your cabin. <laughs> Don't think this is going to be, <laughs> you can smash, but leave my cat, leave my things alone. <laughs> so she's like, so you came all the way from your cabin to come and smash my things. I was like, mom, your I own. thought that was the, yeah. the tradition. I was like, no, don't be smart. Go smash your own stuff. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I tried to pull the fast one and it didn't work. So yeah, just to touch on that point, it is so important to have that outlet and expression. Guys, this has been fantastic. You know where to catch us. We're on Twitter. Let me tune you at gmail.com. We are on Instagram as well. If there's anything you want to discuss, anything you want to talk about, any questions, we would be so happy if you give us some ideas for another topic, anything you want to just let us know that perhaps you don't, you know, you don't talk about that much. We are open to anything and everything. This has been fantastic. Till next, till next time, let me tune you. Thank you for listening to Let Me Tune You podcast. 